0: Welcome to episode one of Next Visual Portraits. Uh, it's me, Kirill, uh, the weird guy in the Next Visual Portrait stories. And today uh, I have a guest. I have a guest. The, his name is Jay. He's from London. That's right.
1: No, I'm actually from Manchester. No, <laughs> so
0: I. Sh- I but we will continue. You,
1: We've we already con- messed up the intro. We already, already me? messed up. So.
0: Thank you for joining the podcast Thank you very so, much so It was really fun Okay, so um, From Manchester But your yeah. friend is also from Manchester then, yeah?
1: Yeah, I have okay. loads of, Like there's so many good people in Manchester yeah.
0: uh, That's cool because I was living in uh, Salford Salford oh, For one year Nice Yeah, yeah I was studying in Salford. I hope state. you liked
1: it I it I'm yeah. actually um, in Salford right now
0: oh, like so like gangster hood.
1: There is so gangster hood. <laughs>
0: How are you doing? What you been up to today?
1: Oh, um, literally today I've just had a very nice day in the sun with someone like special to me. It's been it's been really good. Um like uh most of my days start the same way. They start with like good breakfast and And I always think about when I'm going to do my next workout. I love working out as well. But other than that, I'm always thinking about the pictures, man. I'm always thinking about editing or shooting. Uh, Personally, I'm a university student. Like, I'm just about to graduate from law school. I'm at the University of Manchester. So, um, like, when I'm not in school or when I'm not in uni, I'm always thinking about pictures. Like, most of my friends even get angry with me because it's just one of those situations where you love editing and and most of the time no one can separate you from your MacBook.
0: <laughs> yeah and you just sit like for 24 hours till next day and you <laughs> forgot, forgot to eat, forgot to drink and you're like oh, oh, no. almost dead and friends like yo maybe you should uh, you know go out, <laughs> hang out with maybe, us.
1: Maybe, maybe you should stop.
0: <laughs> maybe you should stop and you're like yeah really yeah I should stop right now. Like,
1: uh, uh, but then you do it again. <laughs> but
0: then you oh. That's Macbook, that's Adobe Photoshop, I like it. So, uh, uh, but have you been lately taking photos? I'm just looking into your Instagram and uh, I see your post was like six days ago. What, what's happened?
1: Oh, um, literally, it's because for the last week I've had a report to submit. And um, funny enough, I submitted it yesterday. Thank, Thank goodness. And so, so you made the civilized. deadline. Oh, yes, of course. You you have to meet every deadline. But, like, uh, I'm just so happy because now I can get back to shooting. You guys are not ready for what I'm about to start posting. You guys are just not ready.
0: <laughs> the new stuff. The new stuff will come.
1: Yeah, um, this month this month will bring some good things.
0: Have you uh, tried to uh, make, like, a video portrait? I mean, like, not photos, maybe. Because I've seen, like, Brandon Wolf, he was like doing some kind of videos lately.
1: Oh, yeah. I really, I really love that guy. Um, with, with video portraits, it's always an idea I flirted with, but I've never actually like sat down to conceptualize how I would do them because I've seen, a, I've, I've seen a few, like I've been exposed to video portraits like Andy Warhol used to take those really cool screen tests and I really love those. And there's also quite a number of video portraits you can find like, on Vimeo and stuff like that but it's something that I think I'll have to look into because at the moment, like now the sun is finally out in the UK. Hallelujah. Like the sun is never out. So so now like models are no longer just freezing their asses off when you're shooting. So now 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 you can start thinking about um things like doing the video portraits or even just generally shooting videos. Like so many photographers that I know, they have so much interest in taking little clips, little behind the scenes, then that develops into like you can even start doing conceptualized videos like I have this one friend who makes the model still and then everything else is moving so picture a large crowd of people maybe a shopping center you position a model right there and then everyone else is moving such a it looks like a time lapse but it's actually like
0: like a cine, cine, how it's called cinemagraph
1: no <laughs> yeah, yeah something like that yeah but like those are the things I wanna. Those are the things I want to like start experimenting with now that it's so bright outside. Because um, naturally, I'm a natural light photographer. I really don't shoot studio at all. That means like I'm literally at the mercy of the environment. If, but why, but why if, you
0: don't shoot the studios because it's like uh, not doesn't look
1: natural <sighs> or. It's never even about being natural. It's just that um, with studios, it's preset conditions. Like with a studio, I feel like you're not really challenging yourself in the same way that natural light does because you don't know what the day will look like. You don't know the outcome. Like when you're shooting outside there's so much there's the backdrop there's the the, there's there's the environment you have so much space to play around with but studios are confined spaces you know so so it's just never been an interest of mine but it's something i'll actually have to do like later on in the future so i'm being taught a little bit about flash photography as well but honestly my heart lies in natural light photography
0: but uh but you've been taught by yourself, like, or uh, you, I know, have taken some courses or...
1: Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I've never taken a single course of photography. Um, it's a funny story how I got into photography. Um, I was just fresh out of high school and some people that I'd been in high school with started like doing lots of amazing images, posting them on Instagram. And back then I had like the weirdest Instagram ever. I think it had a hundred followers. And like back then you could barely even get together enough likes for the names to turn into numbers. You know how once you get past nine or 10, it says 10 likes. Like back then I only had names cause that's how few they were. But ever ever since I was inspired by that group of individuals that are from Nairobi. And that's where I'm from. I'm from Nairobi, Kenya. I just moved to Manchester three years ago. So, like... Nairobi is where I was born and raised and this little group of like um, photographers like they really did inspire me to the point where even when I didn't have a camera I would borrow a camera just for the day just so that I can shoot so I can edit I taught myself Lightroom um, because that's the first thing I ever started editing with like I don't really like Photoshop too much because You don't like this uh, camera or
0: or you Uh, don't like uh, Photoshop I mean like for retouching or you, you do everything like in Lightroom?
1: I do. I do almost everything in Lightroom. Like, like very few things require me to go into Photoshop to fix. And funny enough, like i barely even practice Photoshop because Lightroom is just so powerful for me. It's powerful for my aesthetic as well, because most of the images I take are very playful. They're very like vibrant. And Lightroom is enough for me to, to do everything, you know? and so um, yeah so back then I would borrow cameras I taught myself how to do Lightroom and slowly by slowly I started upgrading so like when I started photography I started on an iPhone 4 if I'm not mistaken And, and and it was it was so crazy because some of the images I was taking on my iPhone everyone was like whoa did you take those with cameras and I was like no and and I'm a firm believer in it doesn't really matter what gear you have it just matters um how you use it such that you you can have an iphone an iphone 6 an iphone 7 these days and it it's almost you can produce amazing landscapes amazing portraits you don't really need too much so yeah i started with an iphone 4 then i'm, I'm a firm member of team canon like i've always been team canon so my first camera was a 550d a Canon? It's like Canon yeah. T-
0: T- T3i, Canon 550
1: 5- Yeah, like, it's funny. I've never really known the T, the T series names. Like, I've always called them by 550D or 600D. Because this also
0: was my first camera. I mean, really? not, not the first, but, like, I have uh, this Olympus. And then after uh, that, I had this Olympus. But Olympus, it co- cost like, I know, 100 bucks. And then, after that, uh, my father bought me the Canon 550D. And after that, I bought by by myself the lens and the back, so (laughs) so, yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) photography is an expensive hobby. Because um, after the 550, I, I got a 700D. But after using a 700 for a while, I had to upgrade to full frame. So at the moment, I shoot with a 6D and my favorite lens is of course the 50mm 1.4 if I was rich enough I'd afford the 1.2 but ask me in a couple of years
0: <laughs> it's like one, 1.4 50mm to I me mean, yeah
1: yeah, okay. it's it's, it's yeah. such a perfect it's it's such a perfect lens. Yeah, for
0: 1.2, I have just like you need to rob some banks, you know just you Yeah just... like
1: honestly my dream my, my dream cam my dream gear is actually um a five D Mark four with a thirty five one point oh, like, two. if I could get if I could get my hands on those two items.
0: How many banks you should rob like <laughs> yeah
1: I think I would post. I think I would post an image an hour, just 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 to make up for how much I spent on them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah. Photography is really expensive, and uh, yeah, as you said before, like most of people, they are fooled that they need gear. Or I, I think you also received those DMs. What camera do you use? Like, because people oh, think yeah, that the if they will buy this camera, then. Like, in one second, like, they will have amazing photography that will everyone adores. Uh, and after that, they will be featured on all, like, accounts. And so, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it takes, like, dedication and also, uh, for example, what I did, like, how, how I, like, trained myself. I just take the camera and for 100 days, I went out every day. And took the photos. Yeah, if it was yeah. raining, if it was like tornado, if it was apocalypse, epic, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You
1: just even, go on. Even out, the apocalypse. The apocalypse even Armageddon, like, yeah, apocalypse. Yeah. Nothing could stop you. <laughs> no, nothing
0: can stop me. Yeah. So, uh, because in that way you're learning how to train, uh, I think the aesthetics and also your eye to see this composition. And after, yeah, so. And uh, as you said, like about, about also Lightroom, it's also really important to, to see these colors and all this stuff. I mean, like, uh, because some of people there is so bad at mixing those colors. And then they get like yellowish, I know, photo and then, oh, I I really like this one. This one is, this one is outstanding, you know. And the the whole photo is like have this yellow, I know, kind of tone.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. But another thing about um, what you were saying earlier about cameras and gear and how they make you better. I feel like when it comes to gear, you have to progress so that you can appreciate the gear you get like I would never tell someone as a first camera to get a 5D Mark III like you, there always has to be like a learning curve get an entry level camera start using it and use it until you reach that limit where you feel like okay now I'm making enough content that I can upgrade then if you upgrade to another thing you'll be able to appreciate its beauty and therefore create amazing images the first shoot I did with my 6D was the day I got it and I was so excited I went into Chinatown with a friend of mine this lovely girl called Alice she's on my feed so many times Um, yeah shout out Alice but yeah Uh, so we went out to Chinatown and just the way that camera was capturing the colors I could tell it was superior to the one I was using before but the only reason I could tell that is because I appreciated even the gear that I had before you know you have to understand everything so that that way you can um, you can end up getting this brilliance in 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 how you use it how you utilize it and every single camera is unique um, one of my closest friends in Manchester his name is Aaron I'm pretty sure you know him very yeah, well yeah I know him Aaron Aaron, yeah yeah shout out Aaron Uh, he uses a Nikon and whenever I'm shooting with him it's always Nikon versus Canon he uses a D750 and it's so funny like both our cameras have such different characteristics and because of those characteristics our images will have completely different characteristics and 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 that's the thing. Like, that's the thing about gear. Gear is unique in its own way, but it's also unique in how you use it. Like, um, back in the, back when I was starting photography in Manchester, uh, I met this guy called Ben, Ben Irving. He's a really close friend of mine. Sometimes we would swap memory cards. I'd pop my memory card in a Sony and he'd pop his memory card in my Canon. And like that day I would teach myself how to shoot on Sony and he would teach himself how to shoot on Canon. And s- and small things like that, um, they really allow you to see that it's really not the gear, but every, but how you use it. And because all the gear in the world is treated differently. You can't get a depth of field with an iPhone camera. But an iPhone camera has its own benefits, like the width it'll give you in your images. Like so it just it kind of depends like when I'm not shooting on my 50 I like shooting 17 to 40 I like shooting um I like shooting on a wide lens sometimes, like sometimes I go as low as um, 16 millimeter wide lens, especially when I travel. Like when I went to Toronto, I met up with um, a friend of mine there called Mwangi and um, he, he actually, he lent me his 16 millimeter and that's a completely different avenue from what I do. Like you can imagine the difference between a 16 millimeter and a 50 millimeter. They're miles away. And so when it comes to gear, I just think um, you kind of have to adapt to it and learn how to use it. Then you're going to start getting amazing content. It's, it's not a prerequisite of getting good gear. Then you're going to make good images. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, also, like, I, I mean, this idea that you said, like, you should uh, appreciate the gear. I really agree because, uh, as we, as we've spoken before, people are just really into to get this gear and then they like, uh, trying to make something out of, I would say nothing. So, um, yeah, but also are you using, for example, uh, Presets, or are you doing the custom all the time editing in uh, your electric? funny
1: enough i i usually create my own so like it's been so long since i needed to create a preset because whenever i was um editing a long time ago like i keep saving them and and so you reach a point where you know if you're doing an indoor shoot these are the edits you're going to use you know if you're doing like an outdoor shoot or if it's sunny these are the edits so i named them really funny like on my Lightroom, on my user presets, there's so many of them because I just name them according to what I think they would do. So like I have this um, preset called Sunny Days preset, such that if I'm shooting outside and the sun is really bright, it kind of tunes the the highlights and it tones everything really nice and warm. It
0: just, so like, just gives you like, when you apply this preset on the, for example, on the portrait, it just give you like a concept and then out of this concept you continue to edit your photos still
1: yeah yeah you have to tweak them because every picture is unique in its own way like every every model like approaches pictures differently every every place you go to especially me because i shoot outside you know if you're shooting in studio you can have very set studio like practices but when you're shooting outside like you, you won't have the same exact weather today as tomorrow. You won't have the same light. You won't shoot at the same time of day. So all these things they compound, and and that's why I just say like you could have your presets, but you have to you have to tweak the images. Though to be fair, presets make life quite easy because when you have the adequate like presets, um, it gives you um, a basis. Like you know that one thing that every photographer should have. Like uh, I usually. Joke with my close friends that there's certain images. If I see them, I know it's so and so who's taken it because it just has that that, that signature. Yeah, like, yeah. With For Aaron, example, it's usually yeah. yeah. With Aaron, it's usually um faded, faded warm tones. Like he uses probably Portra plus plus on on visco and it gives it this it makes it a bit faded and a bit warm and nicely tuned so if i see an iron image i know exactly what it is that i'm looking at and 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 that's like a signature there's this other really good photographer called visual visual dawn as well um if i see an image from him i know it's his as much as you tweak images i feel like the presets allow you to give your work a signature like a personality to the point where um like, it becomes your own original style, you know?
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, that's really important that after, for example, some time after you're taking photos, you should have this signature so other people recognize it and, like, yeah, this guy is him, like, because then you will be, like, more constant. For example, before that, uh, I was taking, like, I don't know, for three years conceptual photography and uh, all my photos was so different. So when I post, you like, yo, it's not me. Like it's someone else. Like posted. And then I realized that I should have like more consistency. Uh, and then I just okay, well, take photos on iPhone. <laughs> so yeah, right now I'm not taking portraits anymore. Uh, but I still like take photos on iPhone. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's. Kind yeah, of-
1: it's funny. There's a time um, I put myself on probation. I was using my camera, but I wasn't feeling very inspired. So I locked it up in a cabinet in my house, and I said, "This month, I'm not allowed to touch my camera. I have to rediscover my inspiration on my own with nothing but my iPhone." So I would go out in the city, and back then, I wasn't actually doing portraits. I was doing like lots of landscapes and architecture and I would walk around with my friends and like I'd have to figure out creative ways to document the city with just my phone. And to be honest, at the end of that month, my inspiration and creativity had come back to the point where when I did pick up my camera again, I just felt really like really good. I felt really inspired and um I really did enjoy such small things as a photographer you have to challenge yourself like if you if you mastered one thing and then you stuck to it forever you never really grow as a photographer. Like, like you hear so many people say, "Challenge yourself." But what it truly means to challenge yourself, it has to come from you. It has to come like from within, such that, like, you decide, okay, today this is this is this is the new challenge. This is what we're gonna do about this. I think, so,
0: yeah, I think yeah. your approach is like for not even for photography, but also for the life. So like, oh, like you can apply what you said now to to the life like the new challenge all this stuff so you like if you don't feel inspired then maybe you should do something else and then you like get back to make it to try and you know start again take photos or whatever i know so uh the one thing also that i would like to ask is about who is your inspiration on instagram
1: on instagram all yeah. right like that that that, that that's actually I knew, I knew you were gonna ask me that and that's actually a very difficult question because um i have so many like every two seconds my friends you hear me tell my friends this is my favorite photographer because when i get expi- inspired i get so giddy and excited so um but the ones who are always consistent and i love them so much um i love Jetro mm-hmm. alaba he is really amazing. I love Aaron Critchley, of course. Uh, I love uh, Mark Hayden. He's pretty good. And of course, people like Brandon Wolfell, They keep pushing. They push. They push photography to like different, different, different heights. And I really do get inspired by stuff like that. But that's as far as portraiture goes, because I follow so many other photographers who are not necessarily just portrait. Like um, a really close friend of mine, I met him when I was in when he was in Manchester. His name is Iron Chan. He just got featured by Instagram the other day. Congratulations about that, Iron! And um, he actually like he inspires me because. If you see the world through his perspective, the world looks like such a beautiful place. He makes it look grand. He makes it look confusing sometimes. And I really like that kind of thing because if there's one thing I want to do, I want to travel a lot. And he seems very well-traveled. I love Instagrammers who travel a lot because they show me things in the world that I haven't seen because I do love portraits but portraits are people and you know like you see them everywhere but when it comes to travel like travel Instagrams like um, I have this friend called Peter Sajstan shout out to him as well he really does travel and when he travels he takes you with him truth slinger um, the mentalist. These guys, I met them in Nairobi. But if you go to their feed, you would be confused where they come from, because they they just show you the world from a different perspective and stuff like that really inspires there are so me. There's so many
0: people who can inspire you on Instagram, and sometimes you're just you know like overwhelmed because so like many people create their like photos or art in so many unique ways that you can. Like even imagine how, how this can be done. Even the portraits like even I know landscape. Even the I know even the, if you take the photos of the dog, but if the dog is like I know somehow taken like shh, it's flying somewhere and then boom. <laughs> so like, I yeah. don't know.
1: So uh, yeah, um, that kind of creativity. I really like that kind of thing because um, you 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 find these photographers who have that ability to to create. Something out of nothing Like um, When I think of that I think of this guy Called Brian Bett He He literally Can post a picture Of himself In his room But he's going to He's, he's so creative That he'll add Small details To the images That just make them Look completely insane So I get what you mean About like It's just about what you shoot and how you try to make it creative because that's what we are photographers are artists they're, they're, they're creators all we want to do in life to make us happy is to create you know
0: yeah that's what that's why we like get up in the mornings and just yo what should i do today what kind of photo what kind of video what should i mm-hmm. do what should i create like how i how should i inspire other people so uh can you give, like, advice or maybe, yeah, advice for people who want, like, pursue photography? I mean, right now you're pursuing photography as, uh, uh, I would say, like, not full-time photographer? Or,
1: yeah, I'm definitely not full-time. Yeah, because like, you have uh, a
0: university and uh, all this stuff. But you're also working?
1: Uh, I, I I was working before for this um, organization called NCUK, but I no longer work with them anymore because I'm just about to. Are you? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I'm just about to. I'm just about to finish, so I might be going back to Nairobi very soon, unless like I choose to do a master's. So um, yeah, so uh, I'm just literally just wanting to finish to finish with uh uni first
0: yeah so uh back to the question like can you oh, give yes. advice for <laughs> people? No, no that's okay i mean like i just was interested like if you're also like doing the photography on the side and earning some money or
1: uh yeah yeah so um the thing about advice i'll, I'll just say exactly how it was said to me when i started shooting if you want to pursue photography never stop shooting because as a photographer you're going to get you're going to get um you're going to get discouraged sometimes you're going to get very excited other times and all those ups and downs never stop shooting like never stop clicking that button because whether you like it or not it's photography is a is a is a talent of habit if you keep going out, as you said, you did a hundred days, you would take pictures whether you liked it or not. And so that kind of thing, that is my advice because that's what I was told. And it was very useful to me because if I tell you all these tips and tricks, you won't be able to do them all the time. If I tell you to use a prism, you use it for one or two shots. If I tell you to reflect rainbows, you know, all those things, you come across them as you go along. But the biggest type of advice that I would give anyone who wants to become a photographer is just never let anything keep you from shooting. Don't ever stop. Don't ever get discouraged. Try your best.
0: That, that's really motivating. I mean, it's really awesome to hear. And I think for a lot of people who want to start, it's really the advice that they should like kind of, yo, know, he's, he's telling the truth. I should, like, <laughs> listen to him. So, um, yeah. So, I think that's it. I mean, I'm not a good, uh, you know, host.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but not, but uh, so I'd like
0: to listen to you <sighs> and what you're saying, because that's that's the interview, basically, how it's going. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Jay. And uh, uh, this,
1: Thanks, man. Uh, th- Actually, funny enough, this should be, like, my shout-out time. I wanna shout out you and next visual portraits. You guys are dope. I S- like you guys. Squat. You're like you're like fam to me. <laughs> um shout out to everyone that I've mentioned in the in the podcast. Shout out to Smalls from Manchester, shout out to Ben. These are like my proper like Manchester Friends shout out to Rob Walker shout out to May <laughs> uh, like honestly those are the, those are I like the names head. that are covering my head. yeah I mean I, I've mentioned Aaron so much that if I mention him again it's kind of yeah, unfair yeah, yeah. I, that's it's why just, I mentioned it, it'll just be so unfair like it's like he has a monopoly and honestly shout out to all the models who yeah who, who we take portraits of because honestly like there are no pictures without like without the models portraits yeah. half of the half the work is done by the models and I think if I'm gonna shout out to anyone I'll shout out to all of them at once. <laughs> 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 so yeah um,
0: that's that's yeah. great. I mean thank you very much for joining this podcast and uh I hope hold- <laughs> i'm looking
1: forward yeah, to yeah forward like uh, to it. <laughs> after
0: some episodes i will invite you again because like you really inspired me and i think you will inspire other people who will listen to this podcast and yeah thank you very much and hope to see you again bye, bye. guys see squad.
1: You, <laughs>